After this I looked, and there in heaven was an open door. The first voice that I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. Happy New Year. Stay with me. Hey friend, welcome to the Shattered in the Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey friends, Happy New Year. This is Jeannie here and I'm so excited to enter into 2024 with you. The word this year is ascension, to ascend, to come up higher. Well, what does that mean for us today? What does that mean spiritually for us today? In Revelation chapter 4, verses 1, it says, After this I looked, and there in heaven was an open door. The first voice that I had heard speaking to me was like a trumpet, and it said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. Again, we hear from Prophet Jeremiah in chapter 33, verses 3 through 6, and he says, Call unto me. And I will tell you things that you do not know. So there's an invitation here. The invitation is to call upon me, me, Jesus, Father God, our heaven, uh, Heavenly Father, and I will tell you things that you do not know. Jesus is our mediator. He is between us and the Father. Holy Spirit lives within us and directs us and corrects us and speaks to us and whispers to us and guides us and directs us. His word does the same. He says, call upon me and I will tell you things that you do not know. That is a promise. And here in Revelation in chapter four, we see a promise as well, a a directive, if you will, come up higher, come up here. Well, where is here? The throne room. This chapter is about the throne room of heaven. I don't know about you, friends, but there is no other place I would rather be than the throne room of heaven. Can you just imagine the throne room of heaven, where angels are encamped, where their whole entire job is to worship God. Can you imagine the worshiping that's going on? Can you imagine the beauty and the magnitude and the anointing and the power and the glory that takes place in the throne room? And we have an invitation to come up here. Now, right behind that in verse three, it says, immediately I was up in the spirit. I was taken up in the spirit and there was a throne in heaven and someone was seated on it. Who was seated on it? Oh, come on, come on. It says the one that was seated had the appearance of Jasper and there were creatures surrounding him day and night and they would never stop saying, holy, 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 Lord God, the Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. Can you imagine? You know, there is a boldness moving through the earth right now 
of just proclaiming that Jesus is coming. I was in Belks shopping for my mother-in-law and you know this was a week before Christmas and can you imagine how busy it was there were two registers operating two cashiers there were two lines deep of people trying to get to the counter get their Christmas gift checked out hurry home get it wrapped all that busyness that the season brings and as we're standing there with this crowd of people a young man walked through the crowd and I seen him walk through the crowd. He came right by me and he began to walk through the crowd, walk past the crowd, but then he stopped. He suddenly stopped. He backstepped and he lifted up his left arm in the air and he proclaimed loudly, can I get everyone's attention, please? Pay attention. Listen up. Jesus is coming again. He is coming soon. Jesus is coming, and so if you don't know him, let today be today of salvation. Get right with him, because Jesus is coming. And then he lowered his arm, and he walked right off, and he just disappeared. And I thought to myself, it was such a spiritual moment. I felt like Holy Spirit just so strongly. I mean, goosebumps were just flying all over me as I shouted out, yes, he is. And another man standing in line said, yes, he is, brother. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, the others, some stood around just in silence, just looking. And, you know, I thought to myself, you know, this is signs, more and more signs we're seeing in today's time of, yes, Jesus is coming back because it is his heart's desire that no one, the Father doesn't want anyone to perish out of his great love for us. And so he will allow the gospel to be proclaimed to the ends of the earth. Everyone will have an opportunity to hear Jesus's name declared and an opportunity to receive him as Savior. So we're going to see more of this. And it's interesting, too. This guy was probably like 21, 22, if I had to guess. The younger generation walking around boldly proclaiming it as well, because the word says sons and daughters will prophesy. Old men will dream dreams. And so we're seeing these things. It's an exciting time to be living in because we're seeing these things come into reality. And we're going to see more of people walking in public arenas, you know, professing Jesus is Lord. Receive him as your Lord and Savior. We're going to hear those words a lot. Jesus is coming. Get ready. And so the message will be heard. Not everyone will receive. That's not the Father's heart. The Father's heart is that everyone will hear and receive. It will not be because of a lack of knowledge. It will not be because someone has not heard this word. And this opportunity, it will be simply because they just chose not to receive. And I know that many of us have loved ones, we have friends that we have just, you know, poured our heart into. We've spoken truth, we've given them truth because we don't want to see our loved ones perish. We want to spend eternity with our loved ones. And some of them just will not fully receive and surrender. But it's not because of a lack of trying. You know, with the conversation of Jesus is coming, there's an excitement that fills the air. 
a Holy Spirit excitement that fills the air. I got into a great conversation with the man, him and I, that was proclaiming with him, this young gentleman, yes, Jesus is coming. He's coming soon. And we just began to chat all the way up to the register about how excited we were about the times that we were living in, how we were praying, Lord Jesus, come. We're ready for you to come. And as I walked away from him, I said, brother, if I don't never see you again on this earth, I'll see you in heaven. And he looked at me and he smiled real big. He says, who knows? Maybe we'll be neighbors. And you know, I do believe I will see him again face to face in heaven. Divine interruptions, divine connections. There was no accident that the people that were there was there that particular evening in Belk's department store when that young man came through and prophesied. God chose the particular people that was there. And I know, I know that there were people standing in that line that did not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And that young man, as he was walking through the Holy Spirit, said, stop and speak these words. There is a need here. There is people standing here that is lost and they need to hear truth. They need to hear my name and have an opportunity to receive me as Savior. They need to hear the gospel. And I have to tell you, I even had this moment of, because he seemed to disappear so quickly, I thought, was that an angel? You know, angels are walking on this earth. Angels are all around us. We have guardian angels that have been assigned from heaven to watch over us and protect us from birth. And those angels will carry us. They will come and greet us and meet us when we take our last breath and carry us right into heaven. Now, we're going to get into this word more, this ascension to ascend and what I believe it means for us. And I'm excited about it. But friends, before I move to that subject, I just want to say to you again, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, do not delay. He is the greatest gift you could ever receive. Your name needs to be written in the book of life, in the Lamb book of life. Listen, at some point, one thing is for sure, we are all going to take our last breath. And the only thing keeping us from this earth and the other side wherever it may be that our destination is, is one breath, one breath. And God knows when that last breath is. It will come and you need to secure your home. You need to secure your eternal home and you need to do it today. You do not need to delay. Let 2024 today, this day, this New Year's Day, be the day of your salvation. We look for help and hope in all the wrong places. It is only found in Jesus Christ. It is only anchored in Jesus Christ. And maybe you know him. That's great. Share this podcast with someone else that don't. If you are having a hard time sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with those that you love or friends or co-workers, share a podcast, share a word, share a book, but proclaim his word. Be like that young man, full of life and energy, full of hope, full of expectation, full of excitement, who's walking through a department store and proclaims his name. We need to be like that, proclaiming his name everywhere we go, because the time is at hand, the time is short, and Jesus is coming. And I hope that we will all see each other. I hope we will all be together in that eternal home. We're going to be neighbors. God is preparing. He tells us he's preparing a mansion for us where we can be together with all those that have gone before us that we love. We get to be together with the saints, King David, Moses, all of those people, prophets that have gone before us. He knows you by name. 
He knows everything about you. He deeply cares for you. And listen, he wants you to live life abundantly here on this earth. You can occupy here and you can experience his supernatural healing. You can experience his hope and his joy right here on earth. He wants you to do that. And he wants you to serve him. He wants you to surrender your life and he wants you to serve him and be filled with joy as you do it. Okay, so back to the new year. So new year's brings a lot of excitement, right? New opportunities, new beginnings. Sometimes we set new year's resolutions and, you know, different things. I want to get healthy. I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, today I want to talk to you about setting those new year resolutions, but doing it in a spiritual way seeking him more, coming up higher, spending time with the one that created you, hearing from the one that created you. How do we move into that season of great expectation? One of the things that I love to do, uh, it's just a tradition of mine. I've been doing it for years and there is no place that I would rather be than at home on New Year's Eve. And this is why. Well, yes, we make a dinner, we celebrate, we have a lot of fun, we play games, and we did all those things, okay? We spend time with friends, family, whoever may be close by. But one of the things that I absolutely love to do on New Year's Eve is to sit and reflect with the Lord. I keep a journal of every year, and every year God gives me a word that he wants me to focus on. Um, most of the time, it's an area of growth that he's trying to move me into. And so I sit with that journal and I flip through the whole thing. I read back through the whole journal to see what God did in my life, to read through the struggles, to read the ups and downs, to see his faithfulness, to be reminded of everything that happened within that year. It's a recording, right, in writing. And so then I get to the end of that journal and where, whatever thoughts that are filling me as I wait for that new year to approach, I just begin to journal them, whatever they may be. And sometimes God is already filling me up with a word, a fresh word and directives for the upcoming year as I wait for that 12 o'clock hour to come. And so if that's the case, I'll journal that in the last pages of that journal from the previous year. And then I will copy that over to the new journal and I start fresh in that new year. And I just begin to journal and seek the Lord and vision cast with the Lord. It's just a fun time for me spiritually. And it is not a surprise to anyone in my family that I might not be in my pajamas for two days straight, just sitting with the word and just journaling. The other thing that we do is we create vision boards. So I pull out the crafts on the table. I put the crafts there, the markers, the colored pencils, stickers, fun stickers, inspiring stickers, um, cardstock, and we make vision boards for the upcoming year. And on that vision board, there are goals on the vision board, like what do I want to accomplish physically, mentally, spiritually, financially? What are some things I want to try? What some dreams that I have, some visions that I have, stuff that I just might want to learn about, new things I want to learn about, my family life. What are the goals for my family life, for my home, just overall goals? And it's just a lot of fun. I'm a visionary leader, so I need and desire to see things. And so once we are done making our vision boards, and I involve our son with this. He loves it. He finished his vision board before I could even finish my vision board. And once we make them, then we put them in front of us. We, we put them up on our uh, desk, on our billboards, whatever's in front of us. 
I like to take a snapshot of mine and keep it on my phone because one thing I'm always on is my phone. And so if I uh, feel like I need to be inspired day to day, I just am able to go right to the snapshot of that vision board and see it. And so there's a saying, if you fail to plan, you will plan to fail. And so if your plans and goals are not before you, then you can get distracted and lose focus. Now, the thing is, we have to leave a lot of room in this vision casting, in this board, uh, in the upcoming year for God to move. And that moves me into the message that I have for you today on ascension, what it is to ascend. The prophetic word uh, for this year is ascend. And I was sitting alone with the Lord and he just began to feel me and minister to me. Lord, is this the word for me? Is this the correct word? Lord, that is being prophesied right now, is this a word for me? And the Holy Spirit said, yes. And I want to share with you some things that I wrote in my journal about this word and what it meant for me personally, but maybe what it will mean for you as well. Now, everything that we discuss, it needs to have the foundation of God's word. And I opened up the podcast with that word from Revelation 4, where there's an invitation and Jesus is saying, come up here Come up here, come up higher, and I will tell you things that you do not know. I will tell you things that are going to come. I will tell you things that are going to happen on this earth. The thing that excites me most about this invitation to come up here, whoo, glory, come up here is an opportunity, an invitation to be in his presence. Do you know that we can ascend spiritually in his presence and spend time with him? We can spend time with him and experience his presence. We can worship him. We can be filled with wonder. We can be filled with vision. We can be filled with dreams. We can be filled with wisdom as we sit in his presence. And so I begin to uh, do that in my prayer closet and I begin to see arrows, arrows pointing up that the arrows pointing up was an invitation to come up and receive. And then I began to see an arrow pointing down. And this arrow pointing down had the word release by it. And so there was a word by the arrow up that said receive and an arrow pointing down that had the word beside it release. An invitation to come up and receive, come back down and release. And so this is what this word means to me, that I would go and sit in his presence and be filled with him, filled with all of the things of our Lord, who is holy, 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 Lord God, the Almighty, who was, who is, and is to come. All things were created by him. All things you have been created by him. I have been created by him. All things that exist and were created were created by him. And he sits on the throne. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and all authority has been given to him. Everything under him is under his authority and was created by him. All things. And one day soon, every knee will bow. Those that have received him and those that have not received him. Everything that has breath will bow. This is the person that you are being invited by to come up higher into the throne room, into his presence, spiritually speaking. Let me tell you, the world is a mess. I want heaven. I want Jesus. We all need heaven and we all need Jesus. And there's an invitation to ascend here. And when we ascend, when we slow down and we ascend and we spend time with him, our focus changes, our perspective changes, our goals 
change because we're merged together with the creator that has all authority over heaven and earth, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he's asking us to ascend and to be in his presence because he wants to love us. He wants us to experience his love and he wants us to love him back. It is a love relationship, one like uh, he had with Moses. And so we have a choice to make. Are we going to be busy this year doing the things that we've always done? Or are we going to slow down and choose what is best? Not what is good, but what is best. Bill Johnson uh, gave this quote. There are lovers and workers. And lovers will always get more work done than the workers. Are you catching that? The lovers, the lovers of Jesus, when we sit still in his presence and we just experience his love, when we choose to love him and experience his love versus doing and working, we will always get more accomplished. Now, I have to say that I know this is true because I've experienced it myself. Now, I'm a doer. I am a very determined person and I work really hard. There is not a lazy bone in my body. I cannot sit idle unless I'm sick. It's just how God wired me. And I have to battle in this area at times because, like I said, my feet hit the floor and I'm off to the races. But at the end of 2023, as we begin to move into the Christmas season, I begin to just talk to the Lord about this. Uh, rat race, and he began to speak to me in so many ways, and I just found myself weary, and the Lord said, Jeannie, how is your soul right now? How are you spiritually right now? Well, there was a lack of in that area because I had gotten caught up in the busyness of the year-end to-dos and things of that nature, and I wasn't taking enough time to sit in his presence. Now, the amount of time that I may need in his presence might look different than yours. Sometimes that's based on the assignments, you know, so, but it doesn't matter. Five minutes alone with him versus an hour alone with him. Some might, you know, have an opportunity to spend hours, countless hours throughout the day. We can commune with him in spirit all throughout the day. And that's this invitation to do that, to ascend and to sit at his feet, to spend time with him to be a lover and not a worker. Not that we are not going to work and do things. He wants us to serve. We are to occupy and to do the Lord's business while we wait for him to return, but it should not overexceed just sitting in his presence. And when I obey him and when I sit in his presence, when I ascend, when I sit in his presence, so much more gets done supernaturally than I could have ever done in my flesh. And there's an invitation to in the spirit, uh, to come away from the things of man, to come away from the things, the institutions, if you will, the systems. This is what the Lord's been speaking to me. Jeannie, come away. Get out of those rat races. Get away from those things. Come away from what man is saying. Listen to what I have to say. Things are going to look different. What I tell you to do will look different. How I tell you to speak will look different. This is an invitation, ascend, get the heavenly strategies from me, the directives from me, and then express them to the world. 
you know, he gives us an opportunity to be partakers with him, to partner with him, and to bring heaven to earth. And that's exciting, right? But it's not the greatest thing that he wants. The greatest thing that he wants is just simply us. He wants us to leave the busyness behind. And so that's what I began to journal about as I saw these arrows to go up and receive and to come down and release uh, what I was receiving from him to earth. Because through all the losses and the grief and everything that my family experienced in uh, 2023, the end of 2022, 23, really for me personally, year 220 all the way to the end of 2023 was very, very difficult. Lots of loss. And God began to really change my perspective and, and take me to a place of being here on this earth, but into his presence and into heaven and understanding more about heaven and the connection between spiritual things, eternal things and earthly things and how they were connected and how he wanted to partner them together and how I could be in two places at one time. I could be seated with the father in heaven and in the throne room spiritually. And I could also be physically in my body in flesh here on earth. And how those two work together. Listen, when God calls you away, when he wants you to come and spend time with him, to pull you away from the busyness and the distraction and all of those things, it's not to isolate you. It's to free you. Can I say that again? It's not to isolate you. It's to free you. We are freed in his presence. How many of you need to be freed? You need to experience freedom freeing, healing from that pain. You need to experience freedom from those struggles that you're going through, the, the circumstances that you're going through. When you pull away from all of those things from the world and you sit in his presence and you ascend and you're in his presence, you will find peace. You will find freedom from all of those things. If you are finding yourself discontent, if you are finding yourself frustrated, Friends, I believe this word is for you, this word to ascend, ascension, that he is calling you to let go of old manna and to receive new manna. He wants to move you into the new, but that only comes when we ascend and spend time with him. Give yourself to the secret place. We need to desire the secret place more than the public space. We need to desire his presence more than we desire public service. We need to choose to bow before him now, not just bowing before him when he comes. We need to slow down. You know, this was the Lord was speaking this to me. Jeannie, slow down. Stop rushing things. Listen, if you struggle with limitations, if you're wondering why is this not happening or why is that not happening, every limitation will be broken off, will be stripped off of you when you sit in his presence. What a gift. How many of you need those limitations to be stripped off? Physical limitations, financial limitations. How many of you identify with being a procrastinator? Do you know the root of procrastination is really just fear? How many of you need fear ripped off of you? Come into his presence, ascend, and allow your limitations to be ripped off of you because there is no limitations with him. Psalm 61, 2 says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Jesus is the cornerstone. Jesus is the rock and he is higher than I. The invitation is to arise, arise and receive. Listen, there is going to be a healing. God has been speaking to me 
for so long about pools of healing. There's going to be pools of healing that takes place. As you arise and ascend in his presence, the healing is going to flow through you into your home, into your family, into your neighborhoods, into your streets, into your community. If you allow yourself to be a vessel to be used by him, it is his heart's desire that you would experience healing here on this earth and in his presence. When we are in his presence, when we are with him, when we make our home in eternity, everything will be healed and restored. All things the word tells us will be made new. When we experience his presence and we enter into his presence, we begin to experience, we have an opportunity to experience just little small tastes of that, revelations of that. He does want us to experience him here on this earth as well, even though we cannot fully receive the fullness of it yet. So the challenge is I want you to evaluate your time with the Lord. I want you to evaluate the time you're spending with your creator. I want you to come into a new state of being in 2024 with him as you ascend and experience his presence. What do you need to remove out of your life? What schedule changes do you need to make? Do you need to get up earlier in the morning? What is it that you need to do so you can ascend and be in his presence? In addition, what do you need to do to grow more spiritually this year? What is the Lord telling you? How is he wanting to change you and transform you more into his presence this year? Because friends, that is really the only thing that matters. We can set a lot of goals and dreams for ourselves, but the most important one is how we are spiritually. How is our soul? How is our spirituality? Because that's where the living water flows. That's where life is. Now you may say, oh, Jeannie, all these things you're talking about, that's great maybe for you, but that's not for me. That is a lie. It is for all of us. It is a gift for all of us, an opportunity to enter into his presence and to have a life-changing, supernatural experience. It's available for all of us. He knows his sheep. The sheep are you and I. He speaks to them. He knows our voice. He knows everything about us. He is our best friend. He is our healer. He is our King of kings and Lord of lords. He is everything that we need. Don't spend another day trying to figure things out on your own. Huh, friends, don't do it. Go to him. Go to him. I want to end this podcast with Psalms 100. Let the whole earth shout, rejoice to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. His people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name for the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness is through all generations. What a beautiful promise. Many promises that we find there in that passage. Friends, I hope you have a wonderful new week in your new year. I love you bunches and remember, live life abundantly. like mommy's show leave a review hey before you go if this podcast has blessed you the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the shattered in the beautiful show 
Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way. Thank you.